What's up, dancers and dance lovers? This is Inside Dance with Taylor and Alex. I'm Taylor Bradley. And I'm Alex Yankovich. We host an open conversation about the dance entertainment industry, striving to educate and inspire. Brought to you by Inside Dance Magazine. Find us on social media at Inside Dance Podcast. Or write to us at InsideDancePodcast at gmail.com. Let's Let's take take it from from the the top. top. Five, (laughs) six, seven, eight... Boom, boom, boom. I don't know. We have a theme song. I don't know why. Oh my God. That just just reminded me. I watched Step Up, the original, on the plane um, Mm. a couple weeks ago. Great movie, everybody. I need to turn in my dance card because I've never seen it. But I'm um, not going to hate on you for that. It's actually, but it's good. I was probably busy dancing or something. But yeah, I think you um, would like it. Hey, Alex. (laughs) Hey. What's going on? Oh, no. Do you know what this is? This is our freaking season five. This is season premiere. five. This is season five Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome Sorry. back to the Real Housewives of uh, No. <laughs> um, what's up, everyone? My name is Taylor. That's my friend Alex. And um, this is happening. We are diving in. We are Tombe Potabureing into mm-hmm. our fifth season of Inside Dance, and we're so excited. Um holiday magic is in the air season five magic is in the air um tell us about the magic that's going to be joining us later in this episode alex oh my gosh we have one of truly my favorite people um on this earth jose soto who is an incredible dancer and educator and all around just infectiously amazing person i just love love his energy so much. <laughs> you said infectious and like he gets people sick a lot <laughs> with He's, energy he is his like energy is so contagious is what i was trying to say and um i miss him so much i have been seeing him every weekend for the last like two months and so this was like my first weekend um, not seeing my celebrity fam, but yes, he teaches on faculty for celebrity dance conventions as well as streets, and he's just amazing. And we're and honestly, our conversation for this interview went in such a different direction than I thought it was going yeah. to, which is so great. And it was just an awesome time, and I'm really excited for everybody else to listen to. Yeah, no, me too. So um, check that out. Stick around. Um, Alex and I are going to dive into uh, a little pre interview um spiel as we like to say regarding the importance of uh social media awareness as a professional <laughs> a working dancer um so give us uh some time give, give us your ear or if you're like i need jose right now you can just skip <clears throat> forward to that interview but um i think what we have to say is pretty pretty important and relevant especially going into this new chapter of the year you know you use the holiday season as kind of like a you go home, you reset, New Year's, you know, all that. I know we've talked a lot about intentions and whatnot, but I think it's good to check in kind of with your presence of uh, what you are bringing to the social media world, what you're putting out there. Because as much as you can say like, oh, I'm not into that or, oh, it doesn't matter. Like, it totally does matter. And I think it's, I respect anyone that can be unplugged from social media world in this day and age of Mm -hmm. um, the dance industry, because I feel like it's such a vital part of knowing about things or 
networking or even like pulling inspiration. So um, I think it's important that myself included, we all do like a little check-in of like, okay, how are we being perceived? What are we putting out there? What's appropriate? What is, um, what could be tweaked and held back? So I don't know, Alex, what was your, uh, what was your thoughts and reason behind wanting to have this conversation? Well, it's I feel like I set the tone very like dark and like, it's not that actually, it's not that heavy. (laughs) I have dark, I have dark and light um about this subject i definitely i will delete instagram for a week and that's just because i hit paralysis sometimes where i want everything i put out there to be perfect and i've noticed this shift where i used to like show my personality like unplugged all the time on my story and i used to just like truly say my thoughts out loud but because there's such a shift and people just say their thoughts out loud now like on tiktok where i'll just be like, okay you know what whatever i'm feeling insecure about i'm putting it on my close friends yeah <laughs> like which is a I good know. tool it's a great tool like honestly it's taken the stress off so many things like whenever i just want to like share a funny story like the other day Perfect example. So the other day I was at CVS. This is so not on your close friends. Instead, on your podcast, <laughs> <laughs> your name is branded all over. But yes, let's go ahead and share this with whoever wants to listen. <laughs> I have I have this in saved in my drafts because I had to vent about it because I was at CVS and I went to go pay for just. I'm in my car, everybody. If you can't tell, just this car freshener. This was all I was paying for, and I pulled out my card out of my wallet and I sometimes have this thing where like my body twitches and it's when I'm not like thinking properly like it's when I'm just like thinking about too many things anyway I take out my card and no one will post the video I take out my card and all of a sudden my hand goes like this (laughs) and I flung the card behind the vending machines behind the chips and it took like five minutes for the worker i felt so bad to like get my retrieve my card and so i went to my my car and like talked about this like on a video on my phone i was like i can't post this to my story because what if this choreographer sees and they're gonna be like what's up like why are you telling me this like we don't care so there's definitely a shift when like you're a working dancer and you just like want everything you put out there to be perfect that it's like where do we draw the line on like this is my personality and this is a funny thing that happened to me and here I'm only a dancer and that's only my personality so the close friends has really helped my anxiety because I I all the time and you know this because you're like one of my closest friends like I always want to tell funny things you know that happen and so it's definitely a tough line to follow but then also part of me wants to be like who cares like do whatever yeah and that's the line that and that's like, the, you know, i wish i was there <laughs> dude and i like i feel like it's we all wish we were there because i'm like man that's like it's authenticity right of like uh being who you are but also it's social media and you don't need to necessarily put all that out there but like it's fun to feel like you're have a safe place of expression and community that would not judge you for that and be like, oh yeah, that's just Alex. That's funny, haha. But right. I realized that that it, you technically could be making your life a lot harder because you never know how someone's going to interpret. Like someone could be like, oh my god, she's so unprofessional. I'm not working with her. But also, you're not in a professional setting. You're at CVS, and so I get the I I get both sides of the coin. Um, but then like I think about so there's some people out there like who's the girl that comes to mind? Um, Haley Fitzgerald. Is that who I'm thinking of? She Lo- assists- yeah, amazing. Kyle Hanagami. She's hilarious. Like, She's and just so like funny. weird. But like, I don't She's know her. Really so if you're listening, Haley, hey, I want to be really friend, nailed but, it. But 
you, like she's a good example of like just so like funny and actually capitalizing on her yes. quirky eccentricness is that a word um so yeah i don't know i guess it just works for different people but it's also i i think the biggest thing is your comfort in sharing that side of you um because i do think at the end of the day you know, it's, it kind of, it's, you can compare it to your wardrobe. Like you're never going to go wrong with simple, classic, safe, um, Ta- capsule well ro- wardrobe, yeah. classic. Yeah. And yep. like, if you want to wear a statement piece, that's mm. cool, but people might hate it people. And you have to be like, no, I'm comfortable in this. You can't let your decision of whether or not you want to make that statement be affected by the audience or better analogy, um, more pertinent to dance. I know that, uh, you know, in love, we have a, like a lot of character work and audience interaction moments. And so I've been kind of trying to refine, um, some of my character choices that I do. And I was talking with one of our, uh, coaching, uh, so, uh someone on the coaching team was like, you know, I just don't like this because like, I feel like half the time the audience likes it and half the time they don't. And she was like, well, you can't base your choice off the audience reaction because the audience is always going to be different. Right. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. So this is, again, just another example of um, whatever you go with, you have to just fully commit to it and be okay with the quote unquote uh, consequences or repercussions. But totally. Um, but yeah, I wish every choreographer could be like, ha, ah, that's funny. I like her. I want to work with her. You know, yeah. like, you, like, wouldn't you like as your as one of your best friends, like, I know that you professional Alex is fun, but like real Alex interwoven with professional Alex is even more fun. And so but it's hard to get there. And it's hard to like explain that to somebody that you don't know. It's like when you have to first meet someone and you're dating and you have to like pretend to be normal. Yes. It's so, yeah. And it's easy because like you and I went to college together. So it's like, we have all of those years banked and it's really hard, but like a choreographer will like tell me, they'll be like, I had no idea you like, you were like this or that you made jokes like that like it's definitely it is it is like dating like from a dating app it's so it's so hard to like show people who you are without like being scaring them away (laughs) scaring them away for sure yeah I mean I love the like sunlight beaming right now um but yeah I think I love the way that you put it and I think you're so good about that and like always being who true to who you are so I feel like I need to take a little bit of that dosage and sprinkle it um into my pretzel recipe <laughs> totally oh my god if you guys don't know i followed you the whole way there's a perfect example of our personalities uh alex which i just said so monotone also you said that like my therapist my therapist because always be like does that make sense and she'll be like no i'm with you i'm following you yeah, i totally get it thank you um, i love alex that is a family recipe of pretzels and they're to die for and you're like pretzels what that's a recipe yeah yep, like you can basic. make them like rolled they're gold so sniders move over you don't even know like they're so good get out of here um no i think that yeah, it's 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 tough. Okay, let me let me pose this question. Have you ooh, ooh, have you ever had any choreographers or people that you want to work with and then you see what they post and you're like, what? Because I I do, and I'm not gonna say any names, but there's some things that I'm like, oh, I thought you were kidding, but you're being serious. One thousand, one thousand percent. And so I, I guess- think we need to remember we're all human. And oh, like, yes, yeah. yeah. See, I should take I, my own advice no, that I'm giving on the other side. I mean that from the way of like, 
I like seeing when they do that because I'm like, oh, okay, I didn't like that. They may not like what I do. We're human. We're all just just doing it. But yeah, yeah. no, I've I've seen so many examples of that where I'm like, huh? <laughs> yeah, you're like, I don't, yeah. Or especially to it's yeah, I think we also have to give credit to our different places in life and generational gaps of For sure. uh you know, the choreographers that are like, oh, I'm just trying to like get on here and use social media because that's what the kids are doing now. And then Gen Z, who's like fully like refurbishing their own version of some sort of TikTok Instagram of, yeah. And so knowing that like the having patience with like, oh, okay, like, yeah, this is like a super amazing choreographer that's done so much, but I'm like, but you're a little cringy on social media. <laughs> like, that's not the end of the, of my, of, that doesn't have such a heavy uh, hand in that. Like, I don't like that choreography anymore. I'm just like, oh, okay. They're also just a little bit older generation that didn't totally. need that, you know? Oh my God, that's such a... You are always so eloquent with like how you put things. Like Really? Because I feel sure. like I am just like... It's like when you're running down a hill and then you can't stop and then you just start like falling and gravity's doing it. That's no. what I feel like words are to me these No, days. that made perfect sense. I'm over here like throwing my keys like <laughs> showing actions on a audio, audio podcast audio so, so no you're killing Alex it literally in her car she loves to have a mobile studio when she's a booked and blessed working dancer in southern california this is the third this is like definitely the third or fourth like car studio what and i'm into it it's honestly into your window right now <laughs> or honestly, we're not far or somebody uh, goes up to your car window and pretends it's a mirror and doesn't oh realize that God. you're on the other side, which has happened to be way too many times. In my I life. will never forget being in Vegas at the Walgreens that was in downtown Vegas. And obviously I like got home late and I would do uh, my, back when things used to be open late. I would do my grocery. Oh, yeah, yeah. Everything's closed at 11 now. And oh I'm like, bro, I get off work at, I'm bowing at 11. How yeah, do I get my rotisserie chicken at Vons? <laughs> yes. you know? No, I know exactly what Vons you're talking about. Exactly. I'll, I'll never forget being at this Walgreens. Because I used to do my grocery shopping at Walgreens. Honestly, sus. I am a sus human. Anyway. Well, between that and the 99 cent store. I know. <laughs> Wait, that was off the mic. But anyway, That was off the anyway, mic. But yeah, uh, yeah no, I She's like. She's a diverse shopper. <laughs> I used to do like late night grocery shopping at Walgreens. And I was sitting in my car once and this guy came to my window and was like knocking on it. And I looked at him like, 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 what are you doing? Yes. Like, you can't just do this. And then he was like, oh, do you only speak Spanish? And then he started speaking to me in Spanish. I was like, no, I'm freaked out by the way you're yeah. banging on my window. I'm like, that's why I'm looking at you like this. What are you doing? <laughs> anyway, that was an unrelated story. We should definitely um, get into Jose. <laughs> I loved it. Um, cool. Well, guys, stick around. We have Mr. Jose Soto coming up with a sassy shoulder roll, a pivot turn, and probably like a jazz roll to the floor right around the corner. Okay, we are so, okay, first of all, yeah, let's introduce the most amazing human <laughs> in the world that we finally have on the po podcast, in the podcast. So the, the podcast. everyone, I'm sitting next to Jose Soto, truly celebrity <laughs> teacher for celebrity conventions, streets. That's two celebrities. Ashburn. Ashburn, <laughs> Ashburn Academy of Dance. Yeah, this is my home studio. Jose is 
literally famous. I'm not joking. Every time I'm that nervous. we do our opening intro for celebrity, they know Jose's like the trait. Jose is like the trademark, the main teacher of celebrity dance conventions. They say Jose Soto. The crowd goes, yes. They say like Alex Yock, which everyone's like, yeah. No. <laughs> everyone's like, is that weird? Yankovic is he a yes he weird Al Yankovic Jose is truly the, one of the most incredible energy most sweetest humans incredible choreographer dancer leaves it all out on the floor truly an inspiration to me I was able to take his class a couple weeks ago and it was so wonderful there is no one like him and we have him on the podcast today so let's give a nice warm welcome to Jose Soto everyone <laughs> he's so nervous and excited <laughs> just you don't. just made me so nervous i'm like oh my god like i feel like i should go like put on a nicer outfit i'm like hello your majesty hi <laughs> no 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 no. i just feel i it's so awkward when i i don't know like you texted me he was like are we gonna do these in separate rooms i was like you're coming to my room <laughs> shut up come over right now yes so um, yeah for for context we are in um the bay area for another weekend of celebrity conventions and six um, city six city and ne- next week or we have a week off but yeah jose is truly um my inspiration and you're catching him at a great time because you're doing the 75 hard challenge right now right yes i am so that's where you will tell us what it is well, 75, um, I actually didn't know about it until my friend Janice and Nolan were doing it. And I'm like, oh, whatever. This couple is doing something cute. I'm over it. Uh, but it's a 75-day challenge, and it consists of two workouts a day. They at least have to be 45 minutes long, and one has to be outside no matter what. No matter the weather, tornadoes, blizzard, rain, it has to go. You have to go outside, and you have to drink a gallon of water a day. So I have to – I usually carry my gallon. Yeah, usually the one – it's like – But I I brought this, so I have to fill this twice a day so it completes a gallon. Um, Dance does not count as your workout. I don't count it as a workout. See, but you- and we're going to dive into this because I struggle so much balancing dance and fitness. So like I'm already, I'm sore, tired and like cramping thinking about what you do on top of like step one, drag two. So, oh, I got yeah. you. Wow. I, so um, I don't count dance because I think it's cheating for me. You know what I mean? Because I teach three hours on Monday, five hours on Tuesday, five hours on Wednesday, five hours on Thursday at my home studio. So I teach 18 hours of dance and then we travel on the weekends, you know, and then that doesn't include the seven hours I'm walking at Little Lemon, my full-time job. But, um, but okay. So the sleep ever I do. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, so wait, so gallon, two workouts a day, um, progression photos every day. You have to read 10 pages of a book, um, every day. So that's the hardest part for me because I just forget what I read. Yeah. So I have to read out loud and I've been reading um, like helpful books about like self-worth and all these things so that I love it. Um, and then you have to pick a diet. So, pescatarian. Pick, so yeah, so I have to do a strict diet or a strict uh, consistent diet. So mine is pescatarian. I still eat candy and chocolate if I want to, but no meat, no chicken no nothing. And then no alcohol and cheap meals. So, and that's every day. And you have to do that every day. So going back to... So step one, move out of Las Vegas, Taylor. (laughs) (laughs) But the thing, I was telling this, and I think we talked about this. We give our excuses so much power that I was right there. I'm like, I don't have time for this. Like, I'm already dancing. I'm exhausted, all of this. But I wake up 
and uh, uh, an hour, two hours before, because I have to walk my dogs, my Chasse, Chasse and Maui. So Chasse is my French Mastiff and Maui is my boxer. Um, so I wake up super early. I go to the gym before work and I go to work and then I go to teach and then I come back and walk a mile with my girls. So that's the second workout, you know, so I do like. And you're also the most full out teacher ever. Like Jose is full, oh full middle split, full triple pirouette, 10 foot jump in the air. Like. <laughs> Like that, like, so he's like, yo, I'm not counting just my workout, but like, it would have counted as like 10 workouts for people. Like, Full disclaimer, I don't have my middle split, but thank you so much. <laughs> my right split. Yeah. My- <laughs> it's a very open right split and we just count it. It's fine. Yeah, sure. As your like, ninth workout of the day. He's like, no chicken. And I'm like, I just picked up on like, lunch of like Chick-fil-A. I'm like. Yeah, that's but believe it or not, sorry, I didn't mean to. Uh, I saw you like about to speak. Oh uh, no, I it's fine. I'm 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 here for. It. I was gonna give Alex crap about Chick Fil A, but it's fine. Go ahead. I know, yeah. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> it wasn't. They're not an ally. I, I actually know. love Chick Fil A. No, but didn't they go back on it? I'm from Georgia. Like we used to do dance competitions like down the street from the original Chick Fil A, which is a dwarf house. Don't know why. Um, but yeah, it's like a tiny house, and I'm like how did this, this did not get woven into the novel that the world knows about, like eat more chicken and cows and stuff, but there's like dwarves involved. I don't know. That's so Uh, weird. Anyway, random aside back to 75 hard Jose live your life. Oh no, sorry. Obviously I love waffle fries. I don't like Chick-fil-A. I really don't, but I like waffle fries. Chick-fil-A sauce. It deserves like its own. Did you know you can buy it at the store independently? Target. Fun facts. Yeah. Okay, great. Amazon. And the lunch was provided. Yeah. We're going to put that out there. Not, not, not sponsored, but provided. Not, we're not sponsored. Can I get the um, salmon filet from Chick-fil-A? <laughs> oh, yeah. I wouldn't trust it. It's like you don't get chicken from Whataburger and you don't no. get burgers from chicken places. No. no. I was going to say, going back to sleep, I sleep better now doing what I'm doing than I did totally. before. Because I was, I mean, if I'm being honest, I was drowning myself in alcohol at night with margaritas. Nothing heavy, but it was just sugar and tahine and tapatios. I would make it like mm-hmm. a whole... <laughs> dinner for me yeah you know and even knowing you i've only known you for a year now but even like seeing you from like when i saw you at nationals and now like it's so it's such a huge um change like in you yeah. mentally and like your attitude and everything you're everything, always an amazing everything. person but yeah but yeah i was 200 pounds and for my body that's a lot and now i'm 173 you know what i mean so that's, wow. that's crazy in um yeah and what what's my what day am i on I only have like probably eight more days left. Yeah. But I want but to- it's one of those things where you're like, I'm going to continue this for the rest yes. of forever. Cause yeah. I'm on day 68. So it feels I- so good to feel good. And I have never done something that extreme, but even like, you know, th- again, making excuses that I'm giving more power to um, over my self-worth um, and abilities. Like, Vegas is the land of opportunities and it's always, I mean, we're night owls. So that already I'm like, it's a big deal if I get up and it's single digits, like 9am today, big pat on the back and I need a gallon of coffee to get through it. Oh, how does caffeine play in a 75 hard? Um, I still drink coffee. I mean, it doesn't do good because you like take take my caffeine or or take my liberty or no, you, you, (laughs) you get one or the other. You don't get both. Um, No, it's like how I, I made it to. Well, I don't drink. I'm a. Cre- I drink. Cre- I drink cream, not really coffee. So oh, okay, cool, cool. Yeah. I'm a creamer. Yeah, but, coffee. But I, yeah. <laughs> but I, what do you call it? I used to drink so much coffee with cream that, yeah. but I just reduced it, you know. And I used to be the person who drank like three Celsius a day or three banks a day. I'm like, what am I doing with myself? You know what yeah. I mean? And and I was be more tired than anything. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, but. Yeah, it feels good to feel good. And it feels so good to feel good when you're a dancer. Um, like I remember it, in January, 
Um, we, I took a whole month away from no alcohol, no, no, nothing that I didn't feel like was going to like nourish my body, which not to say like, you know, your boy is a chocoholic and like love coffee and all that, but like, just, it's crazy how your body adapts so quickly, but you forget how good it feels to feel good when you're used to not feeling good. And we're dancers. We're amazing. We're always like, no excuses, show up and be there, be square, you know? And when you give your body what it needs to properly function, you're like, Oh, right. I'm capable of so much more because I'm fueling this machine, this instrument, this vehicle that I live in every day. Um, what I'm giving it premium gas instead of unleaded. And it's, um, it's amazing your potential that I don't know why I need to take T Rod. You always say like the most profound thing. That was a good analogy. Literally like incredible. Well, thanks. Thanks. (laughs) Uh, um, (laughs) I'm just really into puns. And I think we get into like theoretical conversation or like deep conversations. I I switch from puns into like metaphors and analogies. So like maybe, yeah, I just find ways to relate things, but in reality, I'm still just like quoting SpongeBob in my head, but, um, (laughs) wow. Okay. Well, I've already, my, I'm like, my fire is lit to be like, cool. I need to go like jog around the neighborhood and have some more water, but, um, let's go, let's take it way back from the beginning before lifestyle health changes, before dance, before everything, before the beginning of time, Jose, (laughs) where are you from? And how did you get into this beautiful art form that we love and know as dance? <laughs> I I was born in Mexico. I was born in Guasave, Sinaloa, Mexico. Uh, Mexico, sorry. So it's weird saying Mexico. Mexico. And, um, Mexico. I, Mexico <laughs> quesadillas. Oh, I, <laughs> I, I came to the country when I was eight years old. Um, really fast story because I can go on and on. My parents came eight months before us for wow. the for the dream. Um, I remember this night perfectly. I just remember my mom in the car. I remember just crying because I knew I didn't feel right. They left. I didn't see them for eight months. My brother and sister and I didn't see them for eight months. Oh, my God. Um, and then for we came for vacation with a visa uh, eight months later to visit them. And we crossed the border with a car. We didn't walk or swim when people think that we do all the time. Um, so we came across uh for vacation for the visa with a visa and when it's time for us to go back we didn't wow and we stayed um i do remember my sister creating this plan i don't know if it was my yeah i think it was my sister she's like let's just cry let's just cry and until they they give in and we cried until they gave in because we're supposed to go back so then I don't know how they enrolled us in school because you need a social security what I found out Mm -hmm. later in life but we started, my sister repeated sixth grade. I started fourth grade and my brother started kindergarten. Wow. And yeah. So then, yeah. And this was where? This was Phoenix, Arizona. So I moved to Phoenix, Arizona. Phoenix. We love we Arizona. Love Arizona. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, hate I know, I know. And we were just there last week and I'm like, I love it here. Everyone's wearing their like U of A gear. It's great. I, I love AC. Like AC is home. It's fantastic. You know what I mean? So. Wait, so um, I know... Well, I don't want to. When did you start dancing? I started dancing um, at the age of 17 in high school because I I didn't want to take PE. I didn't want to change in front of the boys. And since in Arizona is one of the states that you're allowed to have dance as an elective, you know, either choose health class or PE or dance or home ec. So I decided to choose dance. I did start 
at sophomore year, but I didn't take it seriously. So I didn't count it until like I took it seriously, which was my senior year. Do you feel like it was hard for you? Like, did you feel like, oh my God, I'm awoken. I had this in my body the whole time. I just needed someone to tell me I did. Or did you feel like it was a struggle to like start stretching and start picking up choreography? Like, did it feel hard or did it feel like home? Music, music felt like home. Yeah. Um, movement wise, I'm like, what the f- first position? Because <laughs> it will teach you just basic, basic stuff. First, second, third. Um, and the arms, I think they just taught us to have first port of rock, yeah. nothing, anything else. Like it was just high school. You know what I mean? Well, let's mm-hmm. say this. Even at my studio, I never learned like <laughs> I never learned really like I got to college and they were like third position and they were like, okay, mazurka. And I'm like, what are these words? Yeah. I remember, I remember Liz like, George, let's just, remember, let's sparkle across the floor. I'm like, sparkle. That's a verb I can do. But when you're like balance, I'm like, what? Um, no. It's, I remember it's Klaus would need, like get a dictionary because you don't totally. know anything. <laughs> totally. So yeah, it's just basic stuff. And uh, yeah. So music, I feel like is always the connection for people. You know why? Because I was in band before dance. So I was in band since I was in fifth grade oh my god yeah wait you have to talk you and you did um, color and color i guard. did color guard but that was still later until like my gay self came out more um more. but uh i was in band i started band and i wanted to play a smaller instrument but my band teacher everybody picked every all the instruments except for the baritone bass clef which is almost as big as me at that point so my dad had to buy me a carry a carry on so like a carrier a, a metal carrier to carry my baritone every day oh for band so i played that from fifth grade to junior year until I quit. But because of my teacher, my band teacher, Renee Esparza, she was my teacher from elementary school. And then she got the job at my junior high school. And then she got the job at my high school. So she followed all the way wow. through. So she would, she taught me how to drive. She taught me how to be the leader that I am today, the teacher that I am today, the how like I lead a class because that's how I learned, you know? And then, um, and then when I quit band for dance, I decided to audition for drum corps, which is a professional group that college, um, <clears throat> like people do mm-hmm. if you're in band, like it's just brass percussion and color guard. So I auditioned for the color guard and I made it. I did one season cause it was too expensive, mm-hmm. but they scholar, they gave me a scholarship to do it. Um, but yeah, that's you're so that. good at color guard. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> <That's phenomenal. laughs> it's, it's been so a while. funny how like so many, everyone's Avenue into dance is, <laughs> So interesting. Um, but like, I can imagine like, okay, so band music, you understood music, you understood how to count music, you understood rhythm, you understood, like it was more, um, it, it wasn't necessarily as movement based though. It's movement adjacent. Yeah. And I'm sure that leads and lends itself to your teaching abilities, the way that you teach choreography with counts, the way that you lead a class. Because I mean, like band, like I went to the high school in Georgia that I think they had like the number one marching band in the country, casual. Um, but it was um, They're so uh, cool. like leadership. Like it was like, show up, shut up. You're there. It was di- uh, discipline. That's the word I'm trying to say. Exactly. So it, it, it's so interesting to to, to see where you are today. And it's, it's not surprising because of all the different ingredients at which order they came into your life. And so, um, yeah, it makes total sense that, you know, Alex, as, as she's painting the picture of you as a teacher in class totally derives from your roots of music, um, marching band. We had a college professor who same thing. He, 
um, whenever he would choreograph, it would always start with formations. So he would do formations for the entire number and be like, okay, stand here for four, eight counts. Transition, go somewhere else, stand here for four, eight counts. And it was all traffic patterns, but that makes total sense because he came from marching band, which is so bird's eye view visual. Um, and I, I always think it's interesting to pick people's brains about not only how they got there, but their process now, because I find myself then after working with him and kind of being, um, a mentee of his for so many years in college, I find myself at times starting in that same sort of fashion. Or if I get stuck and I'm like, ah, I can't feel the music or choreography is not coming right. I'm like, oh, let me try coming at it from a different angle. So this is my um, TED talk on, I think it's so beautiful to have artists in our community that come from different backgrounds, especially when you get to this point of professionalism, because it's a different way. It's a different page of the same book and it's a different way to um tap into your creative potential yeah it like you said everything tied up because if i didn't do drum corps i would never got a scouted for my ballet teacher who trained me for six months is the only training i have wow um i would have never gotten that training so i wonder why um for scouting how were they how did they come to like watch drum corps well that's so funny i said scouting because it was a mom who was it was one of the moms one of the color guards moms was there and was saying, Oh, Elizabeth Roper is looking for someone um, to do this. And she would love to see you. And we've been talking about you. I'm like, well, I'm like, sure. I don't know what really, what ballet is, what it consists of, but if it's dance, great. If it's free, awesome. So I remember my dad, my dad took me and I remember stopping at a payphone to figure out the directions because it was far, it was far away from us. And then we got there and then, in the two-year course, the only training that I have in my bones is the six months of ballet if you put it together in mm-hmm. two years. You know, so I would take the the bus to Scottsdale, like from like where I live, or when I had my little car or rides. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was it was I was yeah. We talk about all the time how it just takes that one teacher yeah. or that mm-hmm. one mentor. That's all it takes. It literally takes that one person to be like. This Change person everything. has something like I see you. I believe in you. You have yes. potential yeah. to be seen is what changes everyone's future. Literally. Like yeah. I think well, each and every person guess we talk to ourselves. We have that one person who would like just pushed us and was like, you don't have this yet, but I'm going to give it to you and you're going to get it. And yeah. then it like changes. Well, and isn't it how beautiful is it now that you guys are, that's your job. Like when you think about it, like yeah. you are able to go from, you're like able to go across the entire country and really, um, allow people to be seen and to to bring this art form this passion to the masses because i guarantee you um you know we all grew up convention class takers as well and it's like the amount of people that that leave from a celebrity convention and are like wow jose wow alex wow you make such an impact on people and i think it's something that alex and i always talk about the importance of dance education um and that we really do hold a lot of power in not only um, how to lead the dance industry now, but what people are going to look up to and how they're planning on, I shouldn't say planning, how they aspire to lead themselves as dancers just because of one weekend with you. And I think about that, like growing up for me, like that, uh, that was Joey Dowling. That was Jason Parsons. That was Ray Leeper. That was, um, all these incredible, uh, Jackie slight, these, these teachers that I didn't even really, you know, you spend an hour or two with them in a hotel ballroom, but it's like, you consider them such an inspiration. And yeah. so I think 
it's really beautiful to take a moment as an educator, even if you're not on a convention, if you're at a dance studio, it's the same thing. It's that same power that you have to inspire. And I feel that it's really empowering to realize that. And that's the thing that blows my mind in this in this world, in this country, that teachers, just teachers in general, don't get paid what they make presidents, they make doctors, they make lawyers, but they totally. get nothing. Yeah. It doesn't make sense to me, but yeah. No, it's, it's absolutely terrible. Well, Jose, I want to know, when did you transition and really focus or really find that passion of, okay, I want to dance. I'm going to make this my career. And from that point, what was your next step? So I fell in love with dance. Like I said, at age 17, when I senior year, that's when like, I really like this. Like, I really like teaching my peers. I really like creating. Um, so then when I quit dance, I mean, quit when I quit band, sorry, not dance. When I, when I quit band, um, <laughs> sorry, as far as that, um, when I quit band, um, I'm like, okay, what can I do to do this? Like, why are companies, so my friends like were auditioned for this modern company called um, Theater center dance ensemble and then i remember auditioning for the mercury hip-hop squad which is the wnba and then the suns you know which is the nba but i remember i auditioned for the modern company and i made it um i was very young i was 18 with a full of mature dancers you know i don't know who martha i knew who martha graham was but i didn't know how hard her technique was (laughs) and her thank you for telling me I have middle splits, but I don't have those open <laughs> hips and I don't have that structure. But because of that, it made me embrace dance even more. I'm like, oh, it's not just moving. Like, I mean, move like you want to, of course, but there's so much more structure. Totally. And the only thing I knew was ballet and it was structure enough. I'm like, okay, well, now we can flex our feet. Yeah. And then- And contract. Like, exactly. So, so we always say you have to know the rules to break the rules. And, yeah, exactly. And it's always fun to learn more rules because it allows you other ways to then break the rules that you already did know in the past. Yeah. And yeah. Absolutely. So yeah, so I, I started dancing. I only did two seasons with Cinder Dance Ensemble. I did- like a few productions. And then I auditioned for the Mercury Hip Hop Squad. Um, I didn't make it the first year and then I trained. Um, and then I made it the second year and I was there for two seasons. And then and then it just became something part of my life that it was just fun. And I started teaching, but I started teaching not expecting to get paid. I was just teaching because I'm like, oh, this is cool. Yeah. You know, and plus I couldn't get paid because it was, I didn't have a social security card. Number. Right. You know, so the studios who hi- the studio the first studio who hired me um, paid me under the table pretty much you know but uh, like I tell the kids all the time once you fall in love with something or someone you're screwed because you want to fight for it every single day so I'm in love with dance and I fight for dance every single day still now you know what I mean so. Yeah. And even when you were saying about the hip hop company that makes sense so for those that don't know which I'm sure everyone does know Jose is equally like the most incredible jazz funk teacher as well as contemporary teacher. So I feel like those are like, I feel like you're all styles, but those are like Jose's ma- uh, two main styles. So you teach jazz funk on convention for celebrity. Yes. And then for his piece that he choreographed for the crew, it's like this beautiful contemporary piece to, this is me from um, the greatest showman, but it's like this lyrical, like piano mm-hmm. ballad of it, like a version I've never heard before. And like, it's so cool to see. And then sometimes you change your solos up. So that makes sense. Like you've had like, both of those trainings. Well, it's like you said, you have your mentors and the only mentor, the main mentor in my life is life. Mm-hmm. You know, I had my two, my ballet teacher, 
but and then my my peers my my colleagues that makes me want to cry that's so true but it's like but my colleagues and that's how i evolved my like um luis Tegorola was one of them which was my first like jazz funk hip-hop teacher and then oscar hernandez um who was like where i get more my sassy like but like you take a little from everybody and make it your own. Yeah. I, w- I think after during high school, I made up my own style of feeling and emotion. I, w- I was always a very emotional dancer. Um, now, two years later, I came up with my don't think, just feel motto um, that I have tattoo in my arm. But um, and then I just made my own style, I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah. But we evolve as dancers. We evolve. We take what we need from who inspire us and then we make it our own like i tell my kids i'm like i want you to be better than me like that's my goal for you to be better than me that's why i teach you know what i mean so it's like yeah what do you what advice do you have for anyone starting at seven the age of 17 because my my thought is that you start whenever it's never too late like you never know what's out there for you but what what's advice do you have for someone if we live if we live back in the day in our time i'm like stay motivated stay consistent um nowadays kids are different but uh you have to really love it first fall in love with it enjoy it do it because it brings joy to you do it because it brings happiness do it because it makes you like a better person i i I fell in love with dance because it gave me the confidence i like people think i'm super confident person i'm i'm an introvert i'm an extrovert like when i'm teaching but i love recharging on my own when you see me outside of dance i'm like Hi. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm shy, but um, my my advice is love what you do, even when no one's watching or million people are watching, even when you, oh uh, yes, even when your your high kick is at you or you're kicking your face. You know what I mean? To me, it's all about how good you feel, not how you look. That's why my thing is don't think, just feel. Because when it comes to the arts, you think so much, and you guys know this more than me. You go in, like I was in companies, and I was like drilled to do things but i don't have the structure that you guys have but kids nowadays they they need they feel like they need to be so perfect or they have to put their social media and have this persona perfect number like if you look at my social media it's me posting about farts or whatever (laughs) and my dogs and me dancing and just being Being real people like i love when people like you're exactly how you are on your social media i'm like yeah it's, it's who i am you know so it's just like be who be you um love it love it first you have to love it first don't think just feel title of our episode absolutely jose i want to know um what is one of the biggest challenges that you've overcome in your dance career um either lately or big picture what's one thing that sticks out to you that um that you've had to overcome honestly the biggest one um taylor is my immigration status Mm -hmm. that's my biggest one um Cause I would go to auditions knowing that if I do get it, I won't get it. Um, mm. And every time I went to auditions, I went just for the experience so I can teach my students what to expect from auditions. So I never went to make it. I went to experience it. Um, of course I will get my hopes up. It's something that's happened, but it's like a, um, yeah, that's the biggest challenge. And also now, sometimes I look at people who have danced since they're three and I'm like, oh, I wish I can have my leg up there. I wish I can turn like that. Oh, I wish I had 
that resume or whatever. But but then I have to stop myself because to me, to me, resumes are great and all, but to me, it, resume is all talk. But if you don't do yes. action with it, then it means nothing. And this has nothing to all my beautiful friends and hopefully future friend in the future is that nothing against who have beautiful resumes, but people hire me because of my name, not because of who I dance for yes. or what I did. They hired me because of Jose. You know yes. how good that feels? Yeah. Because I haven't done no commercial. I have the only cool thing that I have is um Cirque du Soleil database. Like I um what year did you audition for that? I did I auditioned probably seven years ago. Uh, it was you were totally wait in which city? In Utah? U of A. I did. I auditioned in two. No, he was way. Like Thomas Archie. Um, it was a private audition that you had to submit. And this is a year after. After. Yeah. Uh, after we all took a trek in like February <laughs> up to Salt Lake City, we're like literally like snowshoeing to like center we were stage like this. Where, we're, where they're like, okay, let's start with a technical combo. And we're like shivering. We all whatever have our stories, and then the next year they're like, oh, you have had some good dancers. I guess we'll go to Tucson, and we're like. And we're like, we were just there. (laughs) So I was like, you couldn't do this when we were there, when it was down the street, when we lived on campus. (laughs) Sure, I wasn't going to go because it was a, it was a private audition. You had to do, send your resume. And me, as soon as I said, I'm like, I'm just, I just teach. I just, I don't have a big resume. You know what I mean? I headshot. It was probably from a phone, um, a video of me dancing somewhere. And then. Yeah, I mean, and, I, and before that audition, I went to like agencies auditions, cruise line auditions, and I will get cut, which is fine. But it's like it was they were not hard. Right. right? And then I go to fucking sorry. Yeah. No, so I go to Cirque du Soleil and it's eight hours of auditions. And then you have to be shirtless at one point and then make cuts. You know what I mean? And it's like I made it all the way through. You know what I mean? It was they only picked three guys and three girls. And I was one of the guys. Oh, my God. It's amazing. I had a little mini freak out that you were there when we were there too. And I'm like, oh my God. I would remember. That's crazy. But um, they did offer me a part-time gig to go to Vegas. But I did. I was so much in love with my teaching that I wasn't going to give up my, what I built up so far in Arizona for maybe. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I wasn't going to move for, yes, learn everything. And then someone gets sick, so you can go like, no. If, so, if, you, if I got in the job and yeah, I would sacrifice it maybe, but. That's the thing about me. The love that I have for teaching overpowers than me yeah. any opportunity. And it shows it shows through your classes, but also like Jose's students dress up as him for Halloween. <laughs> I'm like that's the like, ultimate compliment. I'm telling you. I'm, I'm telling, telling you. If 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 your your students, even mm-hmm. if it's like in a joking way, ever emulate you or like start dressing like you or like start using your verbiage, you're doing it right. You're doing, you're doing it, right. it right. And they don't do that to people they hate. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> And we'll go, we'll go to different cities. We're in San Antonio and it was Jose's birthday. Oh my God. Yeah. It's a girl with a tattoo. Well, I don't know if it was the camera. Stop it. It's the wrote, drawn on beard that really and wrote tattoo. Her ta- <laughs> the, she wrote, don't think just feel tattoo on. Oh my gosh. And since I wear a Lulu, she has the Lulu logo in her hat. Yeah. Like a tape, tape, tape wonderful and like in san antonio like all it was your birthday and everyone's coming up to jose with gifts in like multiple different cities and i'm talking to one of the teachers like late at night and she's like look at this video we did like years ago with jose and it was the ratchet christmas jazz funk combo (laughs) like it just his reputation precedes him everywhere and he would never say it which is why i'm saying it now because it's like it's wild it's amazing like let's dissect that a little bit it's so interesting to think about 
not only on like a personal level, how many people do you know that have resumes for days and are known as the it person? And they're like kind of garbage because they let that get to their head. Right. And I think about this too. I'll make this, Jose, I'll, I'll make the, um, the su- superficial thirst trap insta gay analogy as well as like how many like ripped, beautiful LA WeHo model. And I'm like, you're toxic sludge inside your brain. Like so beautiful. I've had a conversation with you and you have nothing going on. And and you're not there. But so it's that dancer that works and has this career. And I'm sure they meet a lot of people and they, they have a wide network, but when their career is done, when their resume stops growing, they stop growing versus the other person who makes these interpersonal connections, who makes a difference as a teacher who um, isn't necessarily, you know, I look at what I've done, but like yeah. you said, look at who I am and how do yes. I make you feel? And that's what people remember. They don't care that you danced for Mariah Carey in 1998, you know, like, great, but was the person cool? Or was it the person that was like, did you remember when I danced for Taylor Swift? But I'm like, yeah. shut up. Like, <laughs> I hate people that lead with their resume. So, and yes. Well, when I got cut from So You Think and Dance during the improv, <laughs> that was me. <laughs> We've been talking about stretching the truth on resumes recently, but. So I got cut. <laughs> yes, but he was, we were, he was wanting to put into his like uh, resume. I should have said it in the oh, intro. The my bio. resume already has podcasts in it. So I'm yeah. excited. <laughs> We'll throw on Inside Dance Podcast, featured (laughs) guests, invited artists, highlighted celebrity. Yes. Right now, my rate already went up just by talking. Yeah, exactly. You got at least another 75 cents an hour. (laughs) At least. Um, So let's talk briefly about how you built everything in Phoenix. Yes. And so how people got to know you and conventions started to hire you. Um, Where did like your, obviously you love dance so much. So I feel like you're someone who's, you're not thinking about dinner or lunch or breakfast when you're teaching a class. Like when you're in class, you're just thinking about the kids yeah. 100%. So how did you build that reputation and become so strong and then have conventions, have that come into your lap? I never had someone ask me that question. Um, the only time I think about food when I'm working out at the gym, that's my motivation. Like I'm absolutely so hard. You know what I mean? That's my, but, um, I did one class that I haven't done in a while and it hurts my heart, but it, it was a community class that I did. Um, probably I started 12 years ago called Dance Your Butt Up Sunday. I wanted to start that two hour class on Sunday where there was no classes on Sunday at the time, just for me to become a better teacher. Wow. And I was charging $10 for two hours, right? And it started with one student. By the time I left Arizona, my last class had 120 students only because there was competition going on some, and I couldn't fit anymore. Um, but every Sunday consistently throughout the years, we go from like start with one and went to five and with 10, stay 10 for 10 people for, for a while. And then it was word by mouth because there was no really social media. It was Facebook, but not really, um, no Instagram. And then consistently I started having 40 to 50 people every Sunday, you know what I mean? For years. And I still charge $10 for two hours. And the reason why I wanted to do that well, continue it and keep it affordable because it's not about the money for me. Yes, we need money to survive, but I wanted to make it so affordable that people cannot, oh, but I want to take Jose's class, but I also want to take this workshop. I'm like, you can still afford the $10 right. and go take that workshop. Like, mm-hmm. I'd rather you give me less and go do more. You know what I mean? Because I wanna, I'm going to give you that. And then I just started, I, because of Epic Dance Company is the company I started 
um, training with more and we did like workshops for high schools and and that's when my name started growing in the high school community because I would go mm. and choreograph for the electives, not the dance things. I would like go to choreograph for their fall concerts and um, spring concerts. And then it just started building from there. And from there, I started working at, at one point, I was working at five different studios around the valley. And I was going all around the valley. I would go to Tucson too, to teach classes here and there. And it's weird. I just, I, I've done a lot in Arizona. And I, I feel like it's that shavings make a pile statement mm-hmm. of like, you sometimes aren't thinking about the plan of like, okay, I got to do these five studios yeah. and then I'll have stuff. It's like, you just sort of move forward. It's like our episodes. We just sort of keep making them. And then all yeah. of a sudden we're like, Oh my God, we have 80 episodes. It's like, you just got to keep moving forward. And then all of a sudden you're like, Oh, okay. I have yeah. so much on my, uh, on but my never out of on. obligation, out of continued seeking of joy and passion and pleasure. It's not, Oh God, I have to teach this weekend. It's right. I want to teach again. This brings me joy. I see the impact it makes on people. Let's continue this forward progress. And, and that's, yeah. I mean, that speaks for itself that when you're when you're putting time effort and energy into something without respect expecting any sort of reward um in return um aside from the joy that it brings you naturally it's something that you're going to continue to invest into and over time yeah that pile that's the shavings make a pile make a hill make a mountain and then it's you you can't (laughs) ignore the mountain in the community. People are like, Oh, have you heard of Jose? Oh, oh, yeah, I love Jose. Oh, I've done, you know, it's just, it's, it's word of mouth happens because you've continued to connect or air quotes network with other people who (laughs) knows someone who has a friend who wants to start a convention, who needs a sub for this weekend, who it just happens organically. But that, that all comes from the root of, I think, passion and not like projected timeline of business. And this is Mm -hmm. how we operate. And adding to passion consistency, because if I wasn't mm-hmm. consistent, then I would not grow my, my name. Totally. And keep in mind, most of that time I was illegal. So I was doing this because I, I had at one point I was working under my, my friend's name, you know, at, at a meat department. Mm-hmm. I, would, I work at Target. I work at Papa John's. I, and on top of dance, you know, it was all these mm-hmm. things that I had to do to survive because the moment I graduated, I needed to become an adult. And I had no idea how to do that, especially having no social security card right. or someone educate me of like, okay, what's next? What's next? What, you know what I mean? What yeah. do I need to do? And then because of Obama, he passed the DACA, the dreamer act. And then I became legal finally when I was 25 wow. and I didn't get a driver's license until I was 26, you know, and I have to renew it every two years. And I just got like a message yesterday regarding DACA documentations of immigration. And I, I think now I, I need to reread it but i got yeah, scared yeah. You know what i mean but i guess the new applicants need to start things now because it's a lot yeah you know but any given year it can take it away from me absolutely every given year and and people ask me well can you do this i'm like well if i want to apply then i have to leave the country and that would take at least 20 years if i get approved um could i get married yes but that has to be organically mm-hmm. um i'm just waiting now with what i have is somebody passed the law for us who've been here and pay our taxes and yeah. do and, good things yeah and, and just, you've built just such, us apply you really contribute to the community so <laughs> no matter what happens you have so many people around you who can vouch for you of having years of working with you and like it will yeah. it will all work itself out but yeah it's i mean this is the first time i think we've had 
had this conversation on here. I feel like we've had mm-hmm. like visa visa conversations, but this is super interesting and like it's just amazing everything that you've done, the reputation that you've built, the communities that you've built. Like, but I feel like, and not to put words in your mouth, I feel like that adds to the drive. Then is all right, enjoy it, keep pursuing it because things could change at a, a moment's notice, and so you don't have time necessarily. Like, feel your feelings and live your life, but you don't have time to get distracted. You don't have time to question your passion. Like, does it bring you joy? Great. Do it right now. Yeah. Like, well, look what happened with pandemic. And I thank God I never regretted every moment. It was hard, but I never regretted not dance because I always did it full out. You know what I mean? And anything can happen. And, and I thank God, even though we didn't have everything, we had everything with my parents, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, we never knew, we didn't knew that we were poor, but because we had a roof over our heads, even it was a, a one bedroom apartment or two with five of us and food you know what i mean yeah but because my parents motivation of hard work that's what i saw my parents never complained how tired they were never once i complain all the time keep i keep going but my parents never once complain about how their bodies hurt how this how we're gonna pay for this they never did that in front of us oh my god you know what i mean so that makes so much sense to though to who you are <laughs> i think i'm Absolutely. Well, Jose, it's been such a pleasure meeting you, getting to talk with you. Um, and I, I'm I'm so happy to put a face and a personality to all the amazing things that Alex has told me about you. And it makes total sense. Um, uh, but in, in review or not, sorry, in, not in review, um, in closing, <laughs> I want to hit you with some rapid fire, quick questions, just okay. like off the bat, don't think too hard. It's going to be a this or that, and just, just go feel. with your gut. And Alex, hop in at any point. Don't think, just feel. Don't think, just feel. Okay. Wait, can, we, just feel. can we nickname our rapid fire questions that now? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> don't think, we'll, just feel. We'll give, you- give me five seconds. Yeah. Yes. All right. Jazz or contemporary? Uh, contemporary. Cats or dogs? Dogs. Uh, hot coffee, iced coffee? Iced coffee. Um, dance team or color guard? Dance team. <laughs> um, H&M or Zara? Zara. Um, Lululemon or Lululemon? <laughs> oh, Athletica, uh, Lululemon. Um, okay. First. And- <laughs> Take that out. <laughs> I had one more that was really funny. I can't think. Bone brawler or um, golf ball? Uh, golf ball. <laughs> Early morning or late night? Early morning. Um, hit us with night. the last one, Alex. Middle slipper, what? Middle slipper, what? Right slipper, right slipper, all the way. Right. <laughs> no. Um, okay. Le- less rapid, but still genuine question. What okay. is, well, you said you're not much of a coffee drinker anymore. So I was going to say, what's your Starbucks order? Uh, Venti or Trenta vanilla iced coffee with cream. Yeah. Absolutely. Do you ever go to Starbucks? Then you're like, you realize you have the star rewards and you're like, wait, give me the biggest size that you have because it's free. I'm constantly going star rewards on the app and i'm well, like trenta i even if i don't have the points i still like i need trenta <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. Absolutely. i work hard why not <laughs> last question you. in closing what's the weirdest thing in your dance bag um probably hot sauce <laughs> <laughs> beyonce once said I got hot sauce in my bag. Honestly, I can imagine you though, like, taking that's out what the you hot... learn. Yeah, that's that's what you, yeah. formation. I can imagine you like doing a split and like taking the hot sauce out and like, I don't know. Well, one I time I <laughs> celebrity has a footage. I did Taki Taki one time and I had Taki. Yeah. 
done. Anyways. Appropriate. You had to. You well, know. Jose, thank you again so, so much for your time, your story. Uh, I feel so inspired as I do after all of our interviews, but I, I'm, I'm so, so thrilled um, to get to know you. And um, I know our listeners listeners will as well. But um, in closing, how do we keep up with you? What's the best way? Social media, Instagram? I guess Instagram right now. Uh, my name is Jose, so- Jose Soto 1987. Beautiful. Is my well, handle. Yeah. Be sure to give him a follow, show him some love. Um, and again, thank you so much. And be sure <clears throat> if you are able to get to a city to check out Celebrity, go check out my amazing friends, Alex and Jose. You won't regret it. I promise you that. Thank but you for having me. It, absolutely. We Until next you. time. 